Execute Order 66. That fateful line from the soon-to-be-appointed Emperor Palpatine in Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, is the catalyst for one of the single most defining moments in the Star Wars saga, and one ripe for interpretation, and even change. RPG A Day 2020, Day 14, Banner Session. Welcome to the Glade Traveler. I was feeling conflicted about whether to do catch-up posts, either on Twitter or here on the podcast, but I'm just going to move forward for now as and do them as I get time. We'll see how things go. I'm not going to beat myself up over it. Uh, just got to move on. Thankfully, uh, there's plenty others in the community contributing some awesome entries. So be sure to search the hashtag RPGAday2020, one word, at uh, um, the, all the various uh, social medias. All right, back to Banner. The event that ended the Clone Wars in the third act of Revenge of the Sith, Sith is not only a big deal for longtime Star Wars fans. Finally witnessing the horrific purge of the Jedi by the hands of Vader and his aligned forces, the clone, clone army who are now switched on uh, by uh, switched on and, and have gone turncoat on their very uh, trusted uh, Jedi generals. There's some elements of how this plot that are uh, there's elements of the, this plot that are mixed uh, among brilliance and some baffling uh, plot plotting and writing. But suffice to say that even if you're polarized by that movie. Longtime fans can't ignore its efficacy and results that carry over into the classic trilogy and beyond, as, and as all the all the extra uh, stories that uh, are wrapped up in that, whether it's comics or games or uh, novels and that kind of thing. The uh, that particular uh, that particular event is uh, is very striking and has a lot of implications. Tabletop RPGs, which utilize this space of what is deemed canon, have the opportunity to either follow course, follow, you know, like it always happens exactly how, how it goes, or maybe your, uh, or what I think is more interesting is uh, an alternative course of events, uh, likely caused by the adventuring party itself. After all, you always want to remember that the, uh, the party itself it's, it's about them. It's not about your campaign. Uh, as much as you want to keep things in order, uh, parties have a way of changing things. A new timeline uh, might uh, surface, such as the case uh, with one particular campaign that I was involved in. This moment, Order 66, or session in which I got to participate in was a long-awaited one. Uh, we were promised that at some point, uh, us Republic soldiers and officers who uh, formed the adventuring party uh, would have to deal with Order 66 happening. We knew it would take place. We knew it was coming. How and what we did with that uh, was up to us. Uh, that moment... Um, well, so we were 
sticking to it fairly much. I mean, we weren't really involved with all the key players that, you know, that the movies encountered until uh, we had a particular boss encounter with none other than General Grievous. Uh, while in canon, Grievous's fate is met at the hands or business end of a blaster held by Obi-Wan on the planet of Utapa. Um, the actions that we, the players, took forced Grievous to face us. And, uh, well, so I need to stop and explain my character a little bit. And don't worry, I'm not going to get into long diatribe of what my character is. But I did enjoy playing him. He His name is Zercutus. His name was, or his uh, race was a Duros. So the big gray uh, head with the bulbous eyes. Uh, you saw a couple, two of them, in fact, in, only in the movies, uh, in uh, the most Eisley Cantina, in both the classic and the special editions. They they were retained just in the background characters. But anyway, uh, they're a very uh, populous race within the galaxy, at least in the uh, Legends canon. You don't see them too often, but uh, I. I grew to appreciate them, and uh, especially their prowess with uh, um, f- piloting. And so I chose this race for my character, and I was—I've always been a, for a very long time, I've been a very big fan of the A-wing starfighter. So, utilizing what I knew from the canon, I was able to devise that he helped—he himself helped—the uh, original creator of the A-wing. Uh, in, in building it, and he had his own prototype A-Wing. So uh, as far as a class or prestige class, I was going up to uh, Ace uh, ace Pilot for this character. All right, so I had to set that up because when you're facing down someone like Grievous, you need all the firepower you can get, and a simple blaster at your side is not going to handle it. Um Maybe for some of my fellow party members, but uh, I decided to hop into my A-Wing to take on this guy. So I got to fly my, or uh, hang in the air, (laughs) my A-Wing and fire upon this guy. And uh, needless to say, um, we took care of him. And uh, that moment was you know if you if you ever seen the stories where timelines diverge this was it we changed everything <laughs> um and that was an amazing moment it's just seeing uh that being a catalyst for the events leading up to the rest of that session was just incredible shortly after by happenstance zercutus my character was standing with an, another player character uh, played by my GM's wife. And uh, her character uh, was, she played it in a, another previous campaign where uh, she was an Imperial officer. And so she was playing this same character, but this is acting more or less as a prequel to her, uh, to, prequel to that character's uh, story. So we thought, hey, uh, we knew kind of going in that, yeah, she was going to be pro Empire. Well, even though players understood this, it still made the brief exchange of dialogue heart-wrenching. We were invested in these characters, and after many months of playing them and fighting alongside each other, we 
grew this, uh, you know, tight, uh, tight group and we enjoyed playing together. And uh, to have this play out was a gut punch, but it was one that was so rewarding. We, uh, I had the honor <laughs> to play out this dialogue between uh, Zerk and uh, this officer and, uh, and uh, basically severed ties with her. Uh, it was, um, it was a cord. It was cordial, somber and respectable. We didn't, you know, fight it out or anything, but you know, we, it's almost like, you know, we're still friends. Um, but it was necessary because we had differing views and we, while we uh, were on, choosing to go separate ways we were still there was still that respect and I, I think that was really cool to see that happen um characters understood the weight of that moment and that, that was really that was really cool and as a player I, I won't forget it was it was it a banner session for me something a defining moment for me as a player uh i would say or was it the banner session um as of right now my gaming career, I would say yes. It's a lot of solidified for me that I was going to be truly hooked to the tabletop RPG hobby for quite some time. And uh, I tell other friends who only play video games, why, why is it I invest more time in tabletop and you know not play games with them on Steam as much as I probably could? And it's simply because you can't top it in immersion and storytelling. It's not held back by graphics or the ability of the author's writing abilities. It's all, it's collaborative story that's as random and surprising and fun as it can be in more mundane times where, you know, not, never, not every game's going to be exciting or uh, gut-wrenching, but uh, it's certainly, you know, when you, when you find a good group of uh, friends to, to play with and, uh, and you've got a, you've got a hobby you enjoy and a story that you're really invested in, it, it means a lot. So uh, as an aside, just for you GMs, and I'll probably go over this more later in another post, um, make it about the players. As, as much as you might have some agenda or boxes that need ticked for you to enjoy your campaign and see it come to life, remember it's about them. And make sure the rest of the party is happy. Because when you do, it's all the more enjoyable for you. It's so worth it. And it's far, it far surpasses any, any plans you might have, even months, years sometimes, uh, it, you know, planned out. I've got a couple, a number of campaigns that I, I envision in my head what particular touch points are going to look like. And it's still pale in comparison to what... Uh, players come up with they they throw your designs and plans out the window but it doesn't mean defeat for you it just gives you more opportunities to either push that idea down the line or uh surprise them later thanks for listening for more about rpg a day 2020 again uh, be sure to check out the link uh in the description as well as other posts and episodes to come if you find value in this and anything else I do, uh, feel free to reach out, follow, and support. Uh, I've got a, I've got uh, an account on on 
Kofi, or Ko- Kofi, yeah, because I'm having trouble pronouncing that. And uh, that is linked below. Um, if if you're able to support, I appreciate it and providing value. If I provide value to you, and uh, yeah, feel free to reach out, uh, and ask questions, leave comments in, down below wherever you find this, and I'll try to get back to you. And uh, really appreciate, uh, re- really appreciate it. And of course, the best place to go if you're lost uh, or if you're trying to find out where I'm at, where I'm posting at is at aqualith.media. That's aqualith spelled A-Q-U-A-L-I-T-H dot media. Steady tides be with you.